Yo, 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 this your boy Rich Pizzy. Anytime I'm in Newark, I'm listening to the War Report radio station with your boy Jared Adams. Anytime y'all in Newark, y'all know to tune in. Real shit. Pizzy. Thank you guys for tuning in, logging on, checking out the War Report radio series. This is the Against the Spread podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at war underscore report underscore radio on Twitter. War Report radio straight through. Like I said, this is the Against the Spread podcast only on the War Report radio series. Thank you guys for tuning in to the installment of week five of the NFL season. Sorry about week four of the NFL season. We had to take a little week by. Ain't nothing, no. Uh, I was out of town in Washington, D.C., so unable to do the show. We're back this week with a very special episode, week five of the NFL season. I will be soonly joined by my special guest, the stat guy. Hold on. I think he's calling right now. Hold on. Here we go. All right, stat guy, say what's up to the people. Good evening, uh, world. Uh, Here's the stat guy, a.k.a. Uncle John, coming to you with some picks. In week number five, coming up here for the NFL. Let's get it started, uh, Jared. Hey, all right, no problem, man. I know you boys uh, were playing on Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, I know you were excited. Let's go right to that one. Yeah, yeah. You already know, man. Thursday night football. Uh, New England Patriots visited my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The spread was uh, New England by five points. Uh, Dunkel spread had them by 13. Uh, and he picked the Patriots. I went with the Bucks. You went with the Bucks. Plus yes. five. So that we're gonna go a push on that when the final score was nineteen to fourteen. Um, I like. Uh, I, I I count that as a win in my book. I say so too. I the pool that I play here and am active in on a weekly basis was five and a half. And once again, Vegas they have this down to a science. Me and you are talking back and forth. But that five and a half, it would have been bucks by a half a point. Over the New England Patriots, absolutely. So that's a good win for the Bucks. I definitely count that as a Bucks. They hung in there. They were overmatched by the Hall of Famer Tom Brady, but uh, they hung in there. At least made it competitive. Yeah, man. Uh, too bad Nick Folk didn't show up to play. You know, who never knows if uh, his nine points with uh, three made field goals probably would have changed the outcome of the game. But you never know. You know, uh, with different circumstances, you never know what Tom Brady could have done under more pressure down. You know, and. That could have been a whole different scenario, you know what I mean? Just because Nick Falk misses field goals doesn't mean uh, you're going to beat the Patriots. So, yeah, I thought we played decent, though. I thought we needed to give uh, Deshaun Jackson a little bit more touches. He can obviously still uh, make some plays when he got it in his hands. And uh, we just waited too long to give him the ball, in my opinion. Yeah, I know they were impressive, uh, the Bucks the week before versus the Giants. You know, they marched down the field when they had to. Uh, to, to seal that victory, yeah. I know number the tight end number eighty four made an Odell Beckham style one hand catch that put him in field goal range and they knocked the Giants off. So I had actually was thinking that the Bucks was going to have some momentum playing at home with those burst uniforms, which were hideous in my opinion. Yeah, they suck. But, <laughs> so, but they. Hello. Did, yeah, I'm breaking up here a tiny bit, audio troubles, but I hope you can hear me. I can and, hear you um, now. I can hear you now. And like I said, they did hang, but there's there's no more victories in the NFL. Either you win or you lost. 
I'm going to take that as a win with the point spread with Tampa Bay, though. Okay, all right. That's that's fair enough. Uh, before we get into Week 5 Sunday football, uh, I just wanted to touch on Monday Night Football, October 2nd, the Chiefs versus Redskins. Uh, that was a pretty tight matchup as well, but if you recall, the Chiefs wind up covering the spread on a last-second defensive touchdown when the game was already decided, uh, and they wind up winning the game 29-20 uh, when they really only were up by three points uh, to win that game, but they wind up covering the spread. How about that? That was one of the most incredible finishes that I've ever seen. I believe if you had money on the Washington football franchise and you saw that play, you had to get sick to your stomach. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Kansas City covers. Uh, I was watching that game live. A lot of these uh, people that you talk to in these barber shops, you know, they catch the highlights on ESPN. I was watching that in real time. I saw it. I didn't even jumped out of my bed. It's 1230. But that's the way it goes. The bookies took that money. It doesn't matter what the, it only matters is the final score. So, Absolutely. Uh, Kansas City went from a, from, from a loser to a winner with the point spread. Absolutely, man. Uh, any given Sunday, the game ain't over to the final play, man. That game showed you pretty much how, how crazy. Incredible finish. Incredible. And this is what you watch sports for from time to time. You see something that you've never seen before. All they had to do was kneel on the ball. Uh, Washington Redskins, uh, the uh, Kansas City player could have just fell down to the ground, but he wanted some shine. He took it in for the, for the six. And they covered the spread. Isn't that something? Incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We're going to jump right into Sunday, week five of the NFL, October 8th. Uh, it's going to be one o'clock games. We're going to start with the Browns at home versus the New York Jets. The spread has the Jets minus one. Uh, Dunkel actually has the Browns by five and a half. He's going to take the Browns plus one at home. I do not see him in that assessment. Uh, I think the New York Jets and Todd Bowles actually have showed up to play uh, and compete this year more than I, uh, we expected him to compete on paper. Uh, I guess a change in the locker room, some of the old veteran players out, the new culture in under Todd Bowles and his leadership. You, you draft the safety, Jamal Adams, he's playing well. Uh, I think that this team is actually following Todd Bowles now, and uh, they're definitely good enough to at least beat the Browns on the road. So I'm going to go with the Jets minus one and take the take them against the spread here. Yeah, I'm going to be in agreement with you there, uh, most gracious host. Uh, the Jets didn't beat uh, King Kong and Godzilla. They just beat the Miami Dolphins in the, in the, in the Jacksonville Jacks. Uh, Both teams a, a arguably are better than the Browns, though. A, a win is a win. And uh, going into Cleveland this week, I think the Jets are riding a little bit of a wave here. You know, shout out to Max B there. Um, because <laughs> they're going to face the Patriots the following week. Uh, uh, on the 15th, and that will make it a semi showdown. The Jets possibly could be three and two, uh, going in, uh, playing home versus the Patriots, you know. And, um, the football gods want to see that, so I'm going to pick the Jets and give me that point. Okay, all right. Next game is going to be the Lions at home. They got Carolina Panthers coming into town at one o'clock. Uh, the spread for this game is going to be the Lions' favorite by two and a half points. The Dunkel spread has the uh, Panthers by two. They got him winning by two. He's going to take the Panthers with the points here. Uh, the Panthers, uh, I don't know. Uh, this is a team one year removed from a Super Bowl appearance. Uh, they weren't too hot uh, just the last year. Now, they're looking like they have a little bit of life left in them this year, even though they did lose to the Saints early on in their house. 
Uh, they you could argue that they had an easy schedule. However, uh, they're right there right now uh, with Atlanta leading that NFC South division. Uh, and the Lions, of course, uh, they're they're no slouch either. Uh, they of course Matthew Stafford's been playing well. The defense is uh pretty solid. But I'm gonna go with the Panthers here. Uh, you got Cam Newton facing a lot of turmoil this week, losing sponsors uh, over a, a, a female reporter comment that he made. And I, I would like him to respond in this game by, by making his game due to talking. I'm talking about at least three touchdowns by the Panthers. And, of course, they beat the Patriots last week. So I'm going to ride that train. I'm going to ride that wave, like you said. Give me the Panthers uh, with the points plus two and a half. I agree. Uh, I'm going to also go take the Panthers. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fanboy of Matt Stafford with his fabulous arm. I said that maybe three straight weeks. I got to come up with some new lines but Carolina <laughs> played spirited football versus the Patriots. Uh, last playoff week. football. Uh, Absolutely playoff atmosphere you know, football. And, 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 and again, it was against the New England defense that's given up over 400 yards per game. So they got healthy on New England. But I think Cam has got a little bit of his swag back. Just controversy. I think he's handling it very well. He did a video response. Uh, he was very contrite. Uh, I think that uh, he just had a new baby girl. He shouldn't be talking smack against any kind of female just out there trying to do their job. But when it, once the lines and the, that whistle blows, it's not all about what you said in the conference. You know, they got to go out and, and win these kind of ball games to keep up with the Atlanta Falcons and the, and the Saints in their division. So I'm going to go with Carolina and uh, Julius Peppers. He's playing very well also. He's up to 16 seasons now. This guy... He's, he's a phenomenal Hall of Fame player. He's got, uh, I believe, about four and a half sacks, two last week against Tom Brady. So the defense is playing well. As long as uh, Keekley stays out on the field, their defense is uh, uh, formidable. So give me the Panthers. Uh, even though they're going to be playing on AstroTurf in Detroit, give me the Carolina Panthers. Hey, man, just a to touch on that uh, Panthers defense, could you imagine – had they uh, kept Josh Norman in the fold wow. there, they would really be uh, Super Bowl contenders, I would think. You, they would jump to the height of the uh, NFC, the class of the NFC, if they still yes. had Josh Norman. Because you got the guys on the front line, the strong uh, front seven. You got Cleekley, uh, Thomas Davis, uh, senior. And then you got Josh Norman to protect at least one side of the field. Totally locked down corner. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, the Redskins definitely enjoyed him, even though he might be injured this week with a broken rib. Uh, moving right along, do you have anything else to say about that game or, or, or yeah. Josh Norman? It, 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 it's a great game. Uh, all these games are closely contested. They could go either way, a fumble here, a turnover there. Matt Stafford might have pneumonia, diarrhea. Who knows what goes on? We don't know. We know that these guys are going to show up and play. I know uh, Cardwell, the coach, you know, was on the hot seat for a little while, but he's got Detroit playing well, and they're looking to compete in the in their in their uh, uh, division versus Green Bay and those boys. So, uh, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But no more comments on, on Detroit versus uh, Carolina Panthers. Okay, moving right along, we're going to go with the Colts uh, at home against the 49ers. The Colts they have in their Peyton Manning uh, statue reveal, uh, and they're going to be honoring Peyton Manning this game. I would assume. Uh, the 49ers, uh, you know, uh, a lot to be desired, but yet uh, they covered the spread, uh, yes. if I remember, uh, last last time they played out against the Rams. 
So, uh, no, no matter which way you slash, it looks like they're coming off of a bye week as well. No, um, no, no. They played last week in an upset where they lost to Arizona. Oh, uh, sorry about Arizona, that. Sorry about the that. Arizona Cardinals. They, they, yeah, they, they covered are, the spread two weeks in a row. Sorry about that. Yeah, I misspoke. No they are 3-1 and one versus the spread, the 49ers. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, they're no world beaters. You know, when your kicker is the MVP, you're in trouble. These guys are kicking field goals like... Like it's like that's part of the game. This is not soccer. This is the NFL here. Absolutely. Um, They played tough against Arizona, but they lost. Yeah. You know, Uh, they they controlled the overtime for seven minutes and still lose. It was incredible. I sat and watched the game. Full disclosure: I'm a 49er fan for the fourth straight week. Your listeners should already know that. So I'm I'm a little (laughs) biased towards the 49ers. I'm taking them versus um, the Colts this week versus the Colts. Uh, they stumped the place out last week, uh, the Colts. Um, so it, it, it's kind of a loser bowl. If somebody's got to win, I'm going to take the 49ers who've been playing spirited defense. Their front line has been playing very well. Uh, we'll see what happens. Actually, uh, you actually convinced me to change my pick. Uh, I had the Colts uh, taking them, but I'm going to go with the 49ers plus two and a half. The spread here is uh, the Colts minus two and a half i believe and uh duck Hill spread is going to take the niners by four and a half he's going to take the niners uh plus the points i'm gonna join you in that assessment uh the 49ers even though they haven't been winning these ball games they've been keeping it they've been they've been competitive no matter no, no matter which way you slice it all under right. kyle shanahan all they need now is a franchise qb uh i think the, the 49ers will be back in the nfl province uh sooner rather than later they got a good little mix going down there yeah, one more caveat. The 49ers did play an overtime game, which is a little more taxing on the body last week, you know, that 4 o'clock time slot. So they didn't finish up. They had to go that 10 extra minutes. Let me ask you, how do you feel about that 10-minute overtime versus the traditional or in previous years it's been 15 minutes? How, now they went down to 10 minutes, which I didn't really was aware of. But I said, wow, it, it was a faster-paced overtime in my opinion. Okay, well, I don't really, yeah, I, I like the I like the, uh, the the change. You know, sometimes overtime games. What what you don't want to happen is uh, overtime becoming like another quarter, like an entire fifth quarter, and that happened a bunch of times the previous season where uh, uh, the game ended in a tie and no team could score the ball, and and that's not good. That, the NFL doesn't want that, and I don't want to watch that. I want to. I would rather move on to the next 4 o'clock game, especially if it's a yes. 1 o'clock game. I'm like, yo, get this off, man, because these teams are both sorry. They both can't score. You know what I mean? I think the NFL kind of solved that by kind of, like, putting a little thunderbolt into the overtime, making it 10 minutes. Uh, now you're more you're under more pressure to get it done. Uh, the other team is under more pressure to not make mistakes. I like it. Yeah, so far so good. Again, these games could be one field goal. It could be a difference between a 500 record. The 49ers, you know, could easily be 3-1. and one. In my opinion, they got crushed by Carolina week one. But they, they, they're 0-4. They got to get off the this, – this is a good week to get a, a game ball to their new coach, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Absolutely, absolutely. The next game is going to be the Titans traveling to Miami to uh, face the Dolphins. And there's no no line on this game. Uh, Dun- the Dunkel spread has the Titans by eight. He's going to go with the Titans. I'm going to join him in that assessment. Uh, the Titans haven't been uh, world beaters this year. They still have a lot to desire on both ends of the ball. 
However, the Dolphins have been a big disappointment, uh, in my opinion, in my assessment. Losing to the Jets last week was an eye-opener for me. I'm just afraid to pick them over any so-and-so team, especially if they're evenly matched nowadays. Even if they're home, I don't care. Uh, I'm not liking what I'm seeing out of Miami Dolphins. Uh, they look like they have a lot of talent on paper. It's not exactly translating to W's. Uh, they lost to the Saints last week, which I didn't see coming either. Uh, man, give me the Titans, man. No spread. Well, this is be our first disagreement here. Because uh, I'm leaning. Miami's been so bad. I just think they got it. With all that talent down there, they got to get off the schneid at home. Uh, there's no more hurricane excuses. Um, the Titans got a 50-burger uh, lit up on them last week versus the uh, Texans. They did. Texans lit them up. Like nobody's business. I think Mariota is out. Uh, that's why they there probably is not a line. Uh, Matt Castle is the backup there. Oh wow! Um, Let me change he, my pick now. Then Jesus Christ, give me the Dolphins. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he he was running around for his life back there versus the Texans. Got banged up. The guy looks super athletic. I'm a big Mariota fan. Um, I know him and James Winston came out at, uh, at the same year, one and two. I think that's a great pickup for the franchise for Tennessee. But Miami's been so terrible uh, after, uh, you know, they got the one win. But Cutler's got to do a little bit better or they're going to run him out of town. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. They brought him in here in the, in the, in the preseason like he was going to be enough to at least right the ship. And he's not writing the ship right now. They're, yeah, they're, they're, you, you cannot know? be shut out by the Saints. You know, even though it's overseas, there's no excuses. The Saints are terribly defensively. They couldn't even score on those boys. So Miami is hurting terribly. Uh, they need this win Gase, bad. Yeah, Adam Gates better watch his back. Absolutely. He needs this win. All right, next game is going to be the Bills uh, traveling from Buffalo. Um, uh, they actually beat the Falcons last week, just to point that out. But they're traveling to um, Cincinnati to play the Bengals. And the, and the spread on this game is the Bengals minus three. The, uh, the, the Bengals are going to be the favorite. Dunkel spread has the Bills winning by two. He's going to take the Bills with the points. Um, I like what I saw out of the Bills last week against Atlanta. If you can beat Atlanta on the road, why not? I'm going to take you against the Bengals, even though this is a more AFC-type matchup. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how I really see this game, but the Bills... They beat the Broncos, then they turn around, they beat Atlanta. Uh, they should at least be able to beat the Bengals on the road, even though I'm, I'm not in love with their roster right now. But give me the Bills plus three. Yeah, before I answer uh, or comment on this particular game, I want to have a nice sip of my, uh, my frosty uh, cold beer here. Uh, I've been really enjoying talking with you. Uh, and thanks for having me on. But I'm going to go against you here. Uh, Mr. Adams and take the Cincinnati Bengals. Buffalo uh, versus the Falcons. They had five or six turnovers by the Falcons. And granted, they still won. Turnovers are part of the game. I'm not buying the Bills hook, line, and sinker. Uh, I know Shady McCoy was talking a lot after the game like they won the Super Bowl. Uh, (laughs) Cincinnati at home. Uh, It's going to be a bang-bang game. But... um, you're not going to get uh, – you, you had four touchdowns uh, by Andy Dalton last week. Maybe he's bouncing back, but they did play Cleveland Browns, so everybody got healthy. Uh, but 
the Indians after last night, I think they got something on the, the Indians. The Cleveland Indians, the, the baseball team, mm-hmm. had a miracle finish. I don't want to digress, but that was, I think the city is on fire. I think Cincinnati is going to be inspired with that with, with that uh, Indians win, and um, they're going to come make a comeback. Oh man, I, I, okay, all right, that's fair enough. You got the so you're taking the Bengals minus three. I'm going to take the Bengals and shout out to uh, Christian Thompson. I heard he's uh, shot the club up with one of these Kardashians. Shout so, to Chloe. Hey, shout good, to Chloe. Good luck, brother. Hey, man. Good luck to that man, man. He, hey, at least he uh, he uh, married up, you know. He, at least he's rich. All right. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. All right. We're going to have the Chargers. Uh, they're winless still, even though uh, they're not really a bad football team. Uh, they're going to be uh, going on the road to place to, to face the, at MetLife against the New York Football Giants. Of course, you got the whole Philip Rivers versus Eli comparison. Um, how their careers have turned out. Philip Rivers is probably the, still the better player as of right now. Yet uh, Eli still has two Super Bowl rings. Now moving right along, uh, the Giants are favorite minus three points against the spread, and uh, Dunko has the Giants by five. He's going to take the Giants uh, against the spread. I'm going to join him in that assessment. I think the Giants minus three, that's a fair enough spread. I think they get their first win of the season. Not only do they win this game, but they cover the spread as well. How do you see this game? Yeah, lock it up. Give me the G-Men. They've been having a poorish year. Uh, I know they lost uh, the game one versus the Cowboys without Beckham. He's coming back and trying to shine a little bit. He had some injuries last week. But the Chargers are coming from the West Coast, 3,000 miles east. Um, playing playing a later game, kinda. Yeah, I'm tired. I, I'm tired of the Chargers. Okay, literally, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. They're exciting, uh, but they, they're a great disappointment. They let me down every week. Give me the G men. Give me the three and a half, and I guarantee you, make that bet for the Chargers. Okay, they're gonna win the game because I think I, I, I finally gave up on the Chargers. We started to uh, bet against them, and they're gonna start winning. Oh man, you know that's how it goes sometimes. It's superstitious like that. Next, yeah, the, the Chargers better watch out though because I know they got the Raiders the following week, the Broncos, the Patriots. It's going to get ugly out there, the city of Angels. Oh god! All right, the next game is going to be the Jaguars out of Jacksonville. They're going to travel in uh, Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers uh, are favored by eight points. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Steelers by 12 and a half. He's going to take the Steelers minus eight against the spread. I don't really see the Steelers covering the spread here, but I do have to pick them at home. So I'm going to go with the Steelers money line. Uh, okay. Just, just a, a little quick tidbit before I toss it back to you, stat guy. Uh, I felt like the Steelers, the week of the NFL protest situation where they stood in the locker room, that totally messed up their entire game plan. They were not focused on football. They were more focused on the protest. They made a joke out of the city of Pittsburgh, I felt like, by staying in the locker room. If you're going to come out and kneel, then kneel. Uh, don't have your one guy who actually served in the military come out and stand by himself. That was an embarrassment uh, for, the, for the Steeler franchise, in my opinion. And then they got waxed by the Chicago Bears uh, to add insult to injury. So to see them come out last week and actually... Put a pouncing on on the Ravens gave me a little bit more confidence in this in this Steelers team. That now all the controversy is over, they can focus on football. I got the Steelers winning at home. Uh, they're going to hand it off to Le'Veon Bell, uh, and he's going to eat some yards up and, and score some touchdowns. How do you see this game, stat guy? 
Yeah, I, I'm not a big Blake Bortles fan. Uh, Jags are week to week. Uh, the defense have been showing up with uh, Calais Campbell. He's got about five and a half sacks. Chacha Calais. Uh, but they're going to keep getting hit on by the Steelers. You know, Bell had 144 yards uh, last week. Uh, he's starting to get back in the swing of things versus the Ravens um, last week. So I think their offense will, you know, they, they, the Steelers are in the in the news way too much for other than football reasons. You got Antoine Brown. You got the, the, the military offensive line. You got Roethlisberg making comments every week. The Pittsburgh I, and, and I might have to put a little blame on uh, Coach Tomlin. Absolutely. You know, who, who everybody loves. I'm not a big fav- fan favorite of his uh, as far as his coaching ability. I've never seen him coach his team to a victory. He's over there, rah, rah. He's got to be the leader of his team versus Big Ben and Antonio Brown. And all these guys are yapping over there. But I'm going to take the Steelers because they're playing the Jags. You got Blake Bortles over there. Uh, and, and he's gonna he's gonna uh, throw a pick six, you know. Brown's <laughs> gonna throw a, a, a Gatorade bottle or something around, and, and I think they're gonna cover. That's a big spread uh, of eight and a half. But give me the Steelers. All right, all right. Next game is gonna be the Cardinals, fresh off that overtime win, uh, traveling into Philly. Uh, this is the last one o'clock game of the week. Uh, the Eagles are favored by six and a half points. And the Dunkel spread has the Cardinals winning by one. He's going to take the Cardinals with the points plus six and a half. Um, I don't join him in that assessment at all. I feel like the Eagles are an underrated team. They, uh, they're looking like they're, they're the best team in the NFC East as of right now. I would love to see them play uh, against the Cowboys this year. I can't wait to see that matchup. But the Eagles, they, they look like a pretty well put together team. Uh, I can't really name any of their secondary on defense, but... Oh, Malcolm Jenkins is back there, of course, as uh, the safety. But uh, either way, I like their, I like where they're headed under Carson Wentz as the young QB there. Uh, plus, in Philly, it's they're always in win now mode. If they don't win, they're going to get a uh, licking from their stand, uh, their fans. Give me the Eagles money line here. Uh, how do you see this uh, game, that guy? Yeah, interesting. Uh, the cheesesteaks are coming to win. I want to pick them. Um, Versus the Arizona Cardinals. They got the human statue back there. Uh, Carson Palmer. Uh, he got lit up uh, by the 49ers defense. Philly's been playing very strong. And I'm very surprised with uh, Doug Peterson coaching out there. He's a disciple of Andy Reid. Who's out in Kansas City right now. And formerly coached the uh, Eagles. But uh, give me the, give me uh, the cheesesteaks uh, versus the hapless uh Arizona Cardinals. Again, they're coming from Arizona, coming to Philly. Uh, the Honey Badger was playing very well last week versus the 49ers. He had like 11 tackles. He had a sack. He's starting to come back from all of his, I think he had an ACL. He had multiple leg injuries. Mm-hmm. He put the he put the weed down from when he was in college. So <laughs> he's a really strong player. And he's actually married to Todd Bowles' daughter. Are you serious? Wow. I'm, and from back in their Arizona days, because Bowles came from uh, Bruce Arians under him. So I think they played defensively. Arizona was holding up. Uh, but Philly's been looking impressive. I, I, I'm shocked. I, I wasn't a big fan, but they're starting to win me over. Wentz is playing. Uh, my big boy from Chicago, Austin Jeffries, who came over. He's starting to get into the mix. He's not 
or he's not a PTP. You'll see him with prime time, but he's he's going to start making some plays eventually. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Shout out to Tory Smith. Eagles. Okay, yep. Shout out to Tory Smith. He went to Maryland. Anyway, uh, next game is uh, also the start of the four o'clock games. It's going to be the Seahawks uh, traveling to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Uh, of course, the Rams are the darlings of the NFL in the first quarter of the NFL season. They're winning games. Nobody expected them to win. Uh, uh, specifically, the game last week against the Cowboys kind of affirmed that Todd Gurley is officially back and is coming for that number one running back spot this year. Uh, I don't think anybody is uh, going to catch up with Todd Gurley, even though Kareem Hunt is uh, leading the pack right now as a rookie. Uh, either way, the Rams are uh, favored here, minus one and a half. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Seahawks by five, and uh, the, the he's going to take the Seahawks plus one and a half points. Uh, I'm going to join him in that assessment, Seahawks plus one and a half. Uh, when, usually, uh, dating back to the past couple years, uh, when the Rams play the Seahawks, it's always been a closer game than you would yes. expect, and it's never a blowout. However, yes. uh, Seahawks... Uh, they're not even they're they're not going against the spread. They're with the points this this, this time around, and, and I like that. So I'm gonna go with the Seahawks in a close game, winning this and, and, and winning going down in L. A. Get a win and uh, plus one and a half. How do you see this game, Stat Guy? Yeah, I, I I follow the NFC West closely. These are my rivals, the the Seahawks and the Rams. These are all closely matched games. I'm going to go with the big brother Seattle Seahawks versus the younger brother L.A. Rams this particular week. You know, golf is, he's coming a little bit back to the pack. Uh, he's at like maybe about 65, 66 percentage. Uh, he's still top 10 with a quarterback rating. Um, but the Seahawks, I think, are going to come down for the smackdown. I think they're going to do the WWE. They want to show who's who's the king of the absolutely. Uh, they, of the division. I feel like the Seahawks more than any other team want to see uh, Jared Goff on his back. Right, Russell Wilson. He's shaping up a little bit. He's you know eleven to fifteen or so yeah. quarterback rating wise. He's not lighting it up, but he's he can uh, still uh, win you a, a game. Proven, uh, quarterback. Uh, give me Seattle. With those points, even though the Rams are at home, and it's starting to get a little bit of a buzz, I'm not ready for it though. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, next game is going to be. Thing though, how many? I want to ask you. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks have so many running backs by committee. I don't know what they're doing out there. I know they lost Marshawn Lynch a couple years back, and they've just been throwing guys in there off of the freaking off of the UPS line. And they're, making, they're doing some work back there. I don't know where they get these guys. I can't even tell you their names. But these running backs for the Seahawks, they're, they're getting it it's done. Incredible. Yeah, okay. All right, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. All right, next game is going to be the Ravens going all the way to the West Coast in uh, Oakland to face the Raiders. All right, now they, the spread for this game is Raiders minus two and a half points, the, the favorite here. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Raiders by eight and a half, and he's going to take the Raiders minus two and a half. This game is really, really a toss-up for me. Of course, yes. Derek Carr is out for like six weeks with a fracture in his, in his spine, I, I think, or something like that, like a hairline uh-huh. fracture, whatever the case. But they got EJ Manuel as the backup. Not really the worst backup you could have, uh, even though he's, he, isn't, he isn't that good either. Uh, and then the Ravens, 
I'm not sure if I can pick the Ravens after what I'm seeing from them this year. They're getting pounced on. They got they got destroyed by the Jaguars, and then they get pounced on at home by the Steelers. Uh, there's nothing that really has supported them traveling to Oakland on the West Coast and getting a win. And the Raiders, they know that they have to get some wins here to stay alive while Derek Carr is out. So I just expect them to try to just run the ball, you know what I mean, time of possession type of game, play tough defense, and uh, squeeze out a victory here against the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Raiders minus two and a half here. Yeah, I concur. I'm going to go with the Raiders very reluctantly. I, I ditto everything you say. This I always circle the Raiders. I circle the Ravens. You know, because the Ravens, I gave up 70 points the last two weeks. Jesus Christ. The, the first two weeks, they were monsters shutting people out, interceptions all over the place. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, he plays well against these other tough defenses. He's giving the punishment. He's not taking it, but he only had 12 yards. He, you know, They got to feed him more, man. Op- their offensive line for the Raiders has got to show up. They, they didn't do any work versus uh, the Broncos last week. Uh, give me the Raiders. E.J. Manuel from Florida State, he's been a disappointment coming in as a number one pick. He's supposed to have been up in, uh, in Buffalo throwing touchdowns. Tyrone Taylor took his spot. He's, he's hoping, he's looking for a landing spot. So if he can come in here, right the ship, get a couple W's, maybe he's somewhere next year. So give me the Raiders uh, versus the Ravens. But again, that's a toss-up. Absolutely, absolutely. Definitely a toss-up. All right, the 425 game that usually signifies the game of the week. Of course, it's got to involve Dallas because, you know, the NFL <laughs> loves beating the Dallas Cowboys down your throat. Uh, it's going to be a rematch of the, uh, what is this, like a first-round playoff uh, game against the Packers. The Packers are traveling from Green Bay into Dallas again where they uh, defeated them last year in the playoffs. And the Cowboys right now, are they're favored by uh, two points. And the Dunkel spread has the Cowboys by four and a half. He's going to take the Cowboys minus two. I don't join him in that assessment. Uh, usually, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, the Packers, they haven't really been that great under the lights this year. They've been kind of disappointing. I know they put it on the Bears, which wasn't that big of a deal to me. But I think that there is a new type of heightened sense of, uh, of, of the killer instinct here with the, with the Packers going into Dallas, knowing that this was a previous year playoff matchup. Uh, I think the Packers are going to want to show that they could do it again. And, of course, this is, everybody's going to be watching this game. So, it, 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 with that being said, Aaron Rodgers usually can uh, uh, squeeze out a win here against the Cowboys. Give me the Packers plus two points. Yeah, anytime you can take the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's the Terminator out there. Uh, and with some points, you take them. Uh, the Cowboys, they're two and two. They're, they're showing up to, 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 to win because they don't want to start getting the, the heat from the media. They're America's team. but They might the have Packers, to get Tony Romo back in the fold if they lose this one. Yeah, they're going to stay, they're going to start chirping out there in Big D. Um, you got Sean Lee. He's out. you know, So that's going to put a big uh, uh, deficiency on the Dallas' defense. I know uh, they've been playing well up front. Uh, with the sack master, this boy Demarcus Lawrence, he's got he's leading the NFL with seven and a half sacks. I can't, I don't even know his, this guy's number, but so he might <laughs> be doing it a little bit with smoke and mirrors, you know. Uh, but he's got seven and a half sacks. Um, but give me the, give me, uh, I know, I know, my man, uh, 
Adams, the, the wide receiver, number 17 for the Green Bay Packers, he just got cleared from concussion protocol. Uh, he got a, he got a smackdown by uh, Danny Trevan uh, from the Bears uh, uh, last week. But he's going to play. I know he made some plays last week. And if Green Bay can win this game versus Dallas, I think they will have a mental edge moving forward down the road uh, in the playoffs. They beat them last year. They might have their number. So I don't want to call them out. Dallas is going to come play really hard. Um, but give me give me Aaron Rodgers and the points, please. Absolutely. All right, moving right along. Sunday night football, week five. We've already made it. Uh, it's going to be uh, the Kansas City Chiefs still undefeated traveling to uh, Houston, Texas. This is a great, great matchup right now in the AFC. Uh, both teams playing uh, pretty good football. And there's going to be no line for this game either. So uh, it's interesting to me. But the Dunkel spread has the Chiefs by 9.5. He's going to take the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to join him in that assessment. I think Andy Reid is, is, a, is, a, is a solid head coach. And he, he, he's proven to me this year, I'm not sure um, if it's really disrespectful to say that because he's been around for so long, but he's been great at game planning against the team that he's playing against. So he knows his team in and out, and he knows the weaknesses of the other team and the weaknesses of even his team. So I like how he try to he, he, he game plans against the other team uh, with his play calls and stuff like that. Uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, not Deshaun Watson, but... Uh, no, no, Deshaun Watson, I believe. But uh, he's been playing well as, as well as a rookie. But give me the Chiefs here uh, with no spread here. I just think the Chiefs, uh, they're going to continue their miraculous start to the season. Yeah, the Chiefs, I, I, your point with Andy Reid is accurate. But he's got to get it done in the playoffs. That's where his legacy has been tarnished a bit. He might be like one in, you know, I'm saying with KC, not with Philly, he might be like one in three over like the last, say, four years or so, and this is what's keeping him out of that talk of best coach. He, he can coach his behind off. I know he loves that buffet along with Chris Christie, uh, but um, Kansas City Kansas City played really well on that uh, last, you know, that Monday night game. Uh, that might be and, you know, and then they're going to be traveling to Houston. That might be something. But give me Kansas City in the points. Uh, Deshaun Watson put up a Gale Sayers-type game, four touchdowns, passing, one rushing. Um, that was a beatdown right there to the, the, yeah. the Texans. Was, when, I, when I checked the scores for uh, week four, I was like, wow, that's crazy. That that's a college score that you see. That's not an NFL score that you normally see, 57 to 14. And, you know, Tom Savage, uh, the backup quarterback uh, for the Texans, he better pack his bags. He's not seeing a field unless Watson, who, again, I want to make a point, and he's got to watch himself, too. He's maybe 6'2", 220. He's not a big guy, 6'5", 6'6". He better watch himself out there. These boys are headhunting. They see him in the press. They see him shining. They're coming after this boy. Stay in the pocket, stay healthy, and keep getting those checks. But I'm going to go with Kansas City. I, I'm not a big Bill O'Brien fan. Yeah. Um, from a coaching aspect, Me Andy Reid, even with even with the one day less day preparation, I think they can go five and zero. So give me the Chiefs 
uh, over the Texans. Um, and we'll see what happens. That's a close game. That's going to be a good game. Okay, man. Last game of week five, Monday Night Football, October 9th. It's going to be the Vikings traveling in an interdivisional matchup against the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bears, they finally announced that Mitchell Trubisky is going to uh, finally take the starting reins in the second quarter of the season. Uh, he played well in the preseason, showed that he does belong in the NFL. He's not just some uh, sorry-ass uh, college QB. However, this is the regular season. He's uh, pretty much in jolted right in the middle of the season. And the Vikings, I'm pretty sure they still have Case Keenum as their starter. Uh, and uh, there's no no spread on this on this game either. Uh, and Dunkel spread has the Vikings winning by five. Uh, he's going to take the Vikings. I'm not sure how I see this game just yeah. yet. I want to take the Bears with Mitchell Trubisky and uh, say every the guy's the next Messiah. He's the next Aaron Rodgers. Yes. However, yeah, I'm going to take the Bears. Give me the Bears here at home. I expect Mitchell Trubisky to get his first win in his first start. How do you see this game? This is... I don't know why I picked Chicago with Trubisky starting. I want to give, you know, take that home team and give me the points. You know, Minnesota had a devastating injury with their boy Dalvin Cook, uh, the outstanding running back from Florida State, getting out. He's out for the year. Uh, You got Sam Bradford, the starting quarterback, out. Uh, They got some tape on uh, Case Keenum after he, you know, surprised in his first week start. Um, the Bears, eh, we'll see what happens. They're at home. Uh, they, they got the Cubs versus the Nationals in baseball, keeping everybody in Chicago's mind off of the Bears. Uh, but give me the Bears with no particular reason. This is a game I wouldn't bet on normally, but if I had to pick, and that's what we're all about here on, on the on the War Report, uh, about you can't sit on the fence and say you know I'm out. You got to pick one way or the other. Uh, so give me the Bears. Trubisky might get lightning in the bottle, be a little Cinderella story. They'll have him leading off a, fate, uh, a sports center and, and with his face shining. I'm glad that the Niners didn't pick him with the second overall pick. You know, we basically fleeced the Chicago Bears for two additional picks. Hopefully we can move up next week, next year with those picks that we, we, we stole from Chicago. Uh, Fox is a decent coach. You know, he's not going to let these boys lay down. Uh, so give me Chicago. Let me give me the Cinderella story uh, or Monday night uh, football. This is what dreams are made of. And, and, and give me the Bears. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, guys. So there you guys have it, man. There are week five picks. Uh, we actually did. Uh, we did. We're doing all right. Uh, uh, just to give you guys a first quarter of the season tally before we get out of here. Dunkel spread. He's 31 and 32 against the spread right now. I'm about seven games below 500. I'm 28 and 35. The stat guy, you're one. You've caught up to me. You're one game behind me now at 27 and 36 against the spread. So it's still a long season. I'm pretty sure we get uh, get that tally yes. back up and uh, at least go, be finish. We're gonna finish the season uh, above 500. That's a guarantee here from Jared Adams and the stat guy. Man, we're gonna sign out here. Stat guy, you got anything to say for the people? I'm just going to give one shout out to Austin Rogers. This guy has won. Who, you guys out there are saying, who's Austin Rogers? This guy has won nine consecutive days on Jeopardy. So shout out to oh, Austin that, Oh, I have, I, hey, I, it's funny. I actually saw Jeopardy. That guy knows literally like 90% of the <laughs> he, he's, he's a big dog right now. He is, he's not no chump. He's not 
knocking out lawyers and librarians <laughs> and all kinds of people. He's slaying everybody. So shout out to him, man. Make sure you guys follow the War Report on Instagram at War underscore Report Radio. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at War Report Radio. And make sure you guys like and subscribe to the iTunes podcast channel. You can find us under the iTunes podcast section under the War Report Radio Series. Thank you guys for tuning in this week to the Gets to Spread podcast only on the War Report. Peace. Peace.